Hello everyone, my name is Chuck and welcome to my podcast. The name of this podcast is Steps to the Spirit. We are now into season two and this is episode number eight of season two. And the name of this episode is Step Two, A Power Greater Than Myself. And this is part two. To remind you just quickly, step two is, I came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me to sanity. And the gift that I've associated with this particular step is the gift of belief. So, I kind of thought last time, last episode, that I pretty much covered came to believe and and how my belief in God came about and how it is what it is today. I've always seen this step as being very important. However, <laughs> when I guess when we talk about something and when we try to explain something to someone else, at least for me, it kind of sometimes brings up some other questions or some other things that I hadn't really ever thought about before. I've always thought of step two as being important. However, in a spiritual sense, I'm starting to think that step two may be the key to using these 12 steps as a spiritual program. You know, when I was first involved with the 12-step program, the first three steps kind of were kind of lumped in together. And again, like I said, they were considered I came, I came to, and I came to believe. Well, that's okay if I wanted to stop my addiction and learn uh, to have a relatively normal life without that addiction. Uh, the steps were good if I wanted to learn to meet new people and maybe to learn what other people had been trying to do to control their addiction. But when I finally decided to look at these steps the way they were, I believe, meant to be as a gift from God. No less than that, I believe, they are a gift from God. When I started to look at the steps in that respect, and to look at them as a way of connecting with my spirit, well, I'm looking at each step in a completely different way. Now, I've been doing these steps in a spiritual way for quite some time now, quite a few years, and I've just done them. I've just kind of incorporated them into my life. But now that I'm talking to you about them, they are, in some respects, taking on a whole new uh, meaning for me. This step, step two, after uh, last week's episode, I started to think about this week's, and I was going to go right into the, the insanity part, and I thought, whoa, wait a minute. This phrase, I came to believe, wow, how important is that? If, 
if I leave this out, if I don't really understand and absorb and do this step, I'm not going to get anywhere with this spiritual program. So I mentioned a little bit last episode about uh, my background as far as religion, spiritual makeup, things like that. But now I want to kind of talk more about what God is to me. And that's what it is. It's God. You know, we talk about a higher power uh, in 12-step programs, and that kind of makes it a little bit easier on those of us who might have had a difficult time uh, looking at our spiritual selves. Some of us didn't even believe that there was a spiritual self, and you may still not. But please, believe me, this is a crucial part of this being a spiritual program, and I implore you to at least think about it, take a look at what your beliefs are now, and kind of decide whether you need to adjust those beliefs or not. I'm not here to tell you, you'd better do this or you'd better do that, because I would have hated it if somebody told me that. But I'm here to kind of remind you and to relate to you my experiences with these steps. When I was first involved with the steps, it was kind of like a, again, a way of life. It's just, you know, put one foot in front of the other, uh, do what people told me when I went to these meetings, um, learn to just talk, to be accepted by especially by other people who had similar problems in their lives as I had. That in itself was huge. It was a great way to live. It was a great... But, but the problem was there was never really a spiritual component to my program back then. And I never considered fully the ramifications of what the program asked me to do was to surrender. And I'll say this many times as during this podcast and in episodes to come, and I've said it before, the most important thing I've ever done in my life is to get to the point where I said yes to God. And a lot of times before that, I had said, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, God, yep, I'll be different, I'll change this, to help me out of this one, whatever. But this time, I'm talking about really saying yes. That is the surrender. And it turned out to be the surrender to help me to win the war. So when I was first involved with the program, with the steps, I, I learned them. Uh, there used to be a lot of reading of a thing called, and you hear this term uh, called the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and a thing that was read a lot of the time was a portion of uh, Chapter 5, which uh, lists the steps in it. And after the steps, it says in there, um, what an order, I can't go through with it. And believe me, folks, after 
going through the hell of drinking and or, or whatever addiction you might have, it really seems now to change my life to start to work at doing these steps seems like an insurmountable obstacle. This is what an order I can't go through with it. But, but, there is one who has all power. And here it is. Here it comes. Wait for it. That one is God. May you find him now. Well, hello. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know God. Yeah, I've had it all my life. I, I know all about God. Well, as it turns out, all I knew about God was the outside God, the God that was presented by other people, the God that I read about in books, the God that I called on for help when I was in trouble. But when they say that one is God, may you find him now, they're not talking about that kind of God. They're talking about this personal power that I had inside of me that I knew nothing about and that I needed only to say, yes, I will avail myself of your power, God. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't believe that you have to believe in God uh, in order to benefit from the 12-step program. I think your life, your physical life, can become much better maybe great but my point is that I don't believe I would have been happy and I emphasize the word happy unless I was able to change my spiritual outlook on life there are ways that people nowadays or over the years they have kind of watered down uh, the idea of having to believe in God uh, in some places. Uh, some of the steps have actually changed to make that requirement a little bit more palatable for someone who doesn't believe in God. And it seems like today there are folks who would like to make allowances in the program for those who maybe are atheists or agnostics to make the program easier for them to accept and to change their lives. Fine, if that's what they want to do, if that's what they choose to believe, far be it for me to say that that might be right or wrong. But I'm only telling you that for me, for my personal survival, recovery, for me, that power needs to be God. Now, when I first was involved with 12-step programs, I heard a lot of things about uh, people saying to, especially to people who are new, they call them newcomers. Uh, I think in one place in California, they call them pigeons. Uh, I'm not quite sure why that term came about. But they were told, especially, they, they were rec it was recommended that they get a sponsor who, who would be somebody who has been doing these steps, who has uh, hopefully some little bit of uh, recovery under their belt. And sometimes, many times, the sponsor would say, well, look, uh, 
if the God thing rubs you the wrong way, let it go for now. Uh, and they would say, oh, some people use the group as their higher power. Or, I mean, I have heard so many things and so many people talk about what they've used for their higher power, everything from their dog to a doorknob uh, and to, from the group. So it, maybe it's, uh, there's a point to say, well, whatever works for you at the beginning, do it. Anything that will help to keep me away from the thing that's been killing me is a, pardon the expression, a godsend. So ultimately for me, those things that were recommended, they worked fine for years actually. And for many years I stayed, uh, in my case, sober. Um, just knowing what I knew about God and saying, oh yes, I believe in God. And that uh, that was enough to protect me, to take care of me, and to keep me on the straight and narrow, so to speak. Now, for me, as it turned out, it never worked for very long. It worked for a while, sometimes a couple, three years, uh, before I decided to go back to my addiction again. And the reason for that is, very quickly, that I never surrendered. I never decided it was necessary to change the core of myself. I did all those outside things, and I walked the walk, talked the talk, was, went to 12-step uh, meetings, went to, got involved in 12-step programs, but it wasn't enough. I hadn't gotten to the point where I said, there, there is no other hope. There is no other way for me other than to choose to turn my will and my life over to the care of God. So I'm a little bit longer on this episode than I thought I would be, and I still want to, before we dive back into step two, I still want to talk a little bit more about what my relationship with God has become. I don't want to talk about it in order to convince you to do things the way I did them, but I'd like to talk about it just to give you some sample of what I did. And if it makes a difference, if you decide, well, I'd like to, to examine this and see if it will help me, well, that's great. And I certainly hope you do. But I'm going to end here for now. And next episode, I'm going to still, of course, be on step two. Um, my life has become unmanageable and looking for a power greater than myself. And next episode, I'd like to talk more about how I came to realize that God isn't just a word or a book or writing somewhere, that he is actually, and again, I apologize for saying, I don't apologize, but I, I say he because it just is easier. Please don't lock God into a guy or a girl or anything. But how I discovered that God is not something, a word on a book or an idea 
he is an actual an actual being that lives within me in my spirit and I believe that that spirit is the same and combined and joined with all of your spirits it's a kind of a, maybe a crazy concept but I believe it's true and I believe it has helped me more than I could ever possibly tell you okay goodbye for now thank you for listening and see you next time